Good morning. Welcome to another episode of What I Can't Tell with Stephen Okoro. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for today. We thank you for your word. Thank you because the entrance of your word giveth light and understanding. We boldly declare that as we encounter your word this morning, that our eyes are flooded with light and our lives are illuminated. We declare that your light shines upon us, in us and through us, that the people of the world may see your light in us and give glory to your holy name. Thank you, Heavenly Father, for in Jesus' unfailing name we have prayed. Amen. Alright, so in our last episode, I talked about waiting upon the Lord. And we came to the understanding that waiting upon the Lord is beyond you going to God in prayer with petitions and requests and waiting for Him to grant answers to you. But the waiting upon the Lord is you persevering in the place of prayer, seeking to get instructions from God as to your destiny, as to your purpose. You see, the essence of waiting upon the Lord is to get specific instruction so that you'll be able to run with it, so that you'll be able to please the one who has given you this purpose and destiny. So it's not about you just knowing that you are called. It's not all about you knowing your purpose on earth. But also, you need to understand and, and wait upon the Lord for instruction as to where, to whom, and how you're going to actually fulfill this purpose. And today, we're going to be looking at three Ps that talks about the place, uh, the people, and the platform. And these three Ps answers the question, uh, where, to whom, and how. Alright, so we're going to start with the first P, which talks about place. Alright, in the fulfillment of destiny or in the fulfillment of purpose, place is important. Location is important. For every destiny, for every manifestation of destiny, there is a specific location assigned. You see, outside that location, one may necessarily not be able to fulfill purpose. So we see from the scriptures that when God created the earth, he created a location for Adam, which is called the Garden of Eden. So God created the earth, but also planted a garden where he placed Adam. And God expected that Adam would fulfill purpose from the garden. So you see, God didn't just put Adam in the earth, but God gave him a specific location in the earth called the Garden of Eden. And it was until Adam fell that man was, he was taken away from the Garden of Eden. Also looking at the life of um, um, Joseph, right? Joseph, in order for him to fulfill purpose, he needed to get to Egypt. He needed just to be in Egypt to fulfill purpose. And what was his purpose? His purpose was to save the people of Israel from the famine. If Joseph had not been in Egypt, the people of Israel, that is the 12th tribe of Israel, including their father Jacob, would all have died in famine. So God knew that a time was going to come and that there was going to be a famine and God brought a man to the scene called Joseph and gave him a purpose. His purpose was to save his people from famine. And in order to do that, God gave him a specific location, Egypt. So even if his brothers did not sell him, even if his brothers did not try to kill him but later sold him, one way or the other, Joseph was needed to be in Egypt. So you see, whether it was coincidence or God's plan, although we know from the scriptures that God sent him ahead of his people, according to Psalm, the book of Psalms, that God sent him ahead of his people to go to Egypt to save them. So you see, Egypt was the place for the manifestation of the destiny of uh, Joseph. We also look at the life of a young man called Daniel. Daniel was intelligent, he was filled with the spirit of excellence. But in order for Daniel to fulfill purpose, Daniel needed to be in Babylon. Daniel's purpose was not meant to be fulfilled in Judah. No, 
no, his destiny was meant to be fulfilled in Babylon. So you see, it was necessary that he was in Babylon. If Daniel had not been in Babylon, then Daniel wouldn't have been relevant to Nebuchadnezzar. He wouldn't have been relevant to the other three kings that came after Nebuchadnezzar. According to the scriptures, Daniel excelled, Daniel grew, and Daniel was able to represent the people of Israel even in the land of Babylon. Why? Because he was at the place where God wanted him to be. We can go all and on and all. We can also talk about the man David. David killed Goliath only because he was in the place at the right time. He needed to be in that battlefield. If David had not been in that battlefield, he wouldn't have killed Goliath. And you see, the killing of Goliath was a big step to him fulfilling his purpose. For It was a big step for him becoming the king of Israel, which he was destined to be. If David had not been in that battle, I don't know how it would have been possible for him to have become king later. But you see, he needed to be in that place. And the sweet thing about this is that what he needed to fulfill the, his purpose at that time was at that place. David didn't bring the stone from his house. He never anticipated that he was going to use the sling. But the stone he used, he picked it from the battleground. He picked it in the place. So if you are not in the place, you may not be able to pick up the tools which God has given you to fulfill your purpose. So you see, in fulfilling destiny, in fulfilling purpose, there's actually a need to wait upon the Lord and seek out the place where God wants you to be, to seek out the place of of your manifestation. Alright, not everywhere, not everywhere on earth will be suitable for you to manifest your destiny or to manifest your purpose. So God has specifically customized a place for you, and it is your responsibility to discover that place. Now let's look to let's move to the second P, which talks about the people. The people. See, for every uh, uh, every purpose, for every destiny, there is a people assigned. There is a people you are sent to. You see, Jesus, when he came and was talking to the Pharisees, he told them, I'm not sent to the saved. Rather, I am sent to the sinners. You see, Jesus knew the people he came for. He didn't come for the self-righteous. He didn't come for those who were righteous in their own sight. Rather, he came for those who were sinners. He came for those who were dying. No wonder he said, for he has anointed me to heal the sick, to, uh, to proclaim liberty, to heal the brokenhearted. He knew the people. He knew those he was assigned to. He was not confused. And, and throughout his stay on earth, he remained focused on the people he was sent to. Those who needed help. Those who needed to hear the gospel. Those who needed to be saved. So he knew who he was sent to and he followed up. Same also with us. For every of our purpose, for every destiny God has given to us, there are people assigned to us to meet. There are people we are sent to. Jonah was not sent to Israel. Jonah was sent to the people of Nineveh. Jonah was sent to the people of Nineveh. So you see, God, when he decided to go to another city, God had to return him back because he had an assignment to fulfill in the life of the people of Nineveh. We can go on and go on and go on. You see, Moses at the time needed to go back to Egypt. And he was going back to he's going back to Egypt was not to the Egyptian. Moses was actually sent to deliver the people of Israel who were slaves and in bondage in Egypt. He was also sent to meet a man called Pharaoh to let the people go. Moses had no business with the Egyptians. When he, was, when he ran away from Egypt to Media, God sent him back 
to Egypt. So we can say that Egypt was the place of assignment for, for Moses. It was the place of manifesting of destiny for Moses, Egypt. And to whom? To the people of Israel in Egypt, not to the Egyptians, but to the people of Israel in Egypt to be able to deliver them, to be able to deliver them from captivity. So you see, it is important, it is important that we understand not only just the place, but we also understand the people to whom we are sent to. Knowing the people you are sent to, knowing the category of people, knowing the age bracket of people, knowing them will help you a lot in fulfilling your destiny. Now, finally, we look at the last P called platform. Now, this platform answers the question, how? How are you going to fulfill this? What are the things given to you to fulfill this? What are the things that have been made available to fulfill this? So, it is not enough to know the place. It is not enough to know the people you have been sent to. But you also need to know the platform, the tool, how God will want you, what God will want you to use to get to the people. Alright, so uh, uh, we, we see there's a whole lot of platform which people can use. Uh, this platform does not necessarily mean you standing at the altar or standing on the altar behind the pulpit. That's also a platform, but your platform could be through singing. Your platform could be through drama. Your platform could, could be through dawn broadcast. Your platform could be through strict evangelism. Your platform could be you opening up an NGO or, or, or a ministry that reaches out to the less privileged, giving them food, clothes and shelter your 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 platform could be high school ministry it can be prison ministry it can be hospital ministry these are tools these are tools these are avenues which god wants you to use to reach the people in the place where he has sent you to so it is important when we have these three things when we know the place, when we know the people, and we know the platform which God has given unto us, then fulfilling purpose is easy. Now, in getting these three things, one thing still remains. You've gotten the place, you've known the people, uh, you've gotten the platform. One thing remains, and that is the message. There is the message. You don't just go to a place and to the people. You don't just go to the place, meeting the people and having a platform. You also need a message. What are you gonna tell the people? What what message will you be passing across through your platform? So you see, in waiting, waiting upon the Lord is beyond what we think. It's beyond just going to God in prayer, seeking solutions, seeking answers. Yes. That is an aspect of waiting upon the Lord, but it is bigger. It is bigger than what we think. Waiting upon the Lord is, is actually waiting for instruction as to the place, the people, the platform, and the message. The message is most important because you can actually have the place, you can actually have the people, you can actually uh, know the people, you can actually have the platform and be skillful at using the platform. But when you do not have a message, you are not ministering. When you do not have the message, you're not blessing the life the message is important the message is important and to everyone on earth to every believer a specific platform has been given to us which is called the uh, platform of soul winning and a message has been given to us which is called the gospel but uh, first Romans chapter 1 verse 6 uh, verse 16 says for I'm not ashamed of the gospel for it's the power of God unto salvation I'm not afraid of the gospel. The power to save lies within the gospel. As you preach the gospel, that power is released. As you speak the specific message God has given you to the people in the place through the platform, 
power is released. Power is released to cause a change. Power is released to cause transformation. Power is released to cause a deliverance, to cause a liberation in the life of the people. The people experience an encounter. They experience a total turnaround because why? You know the place you've been sent to, you know the people and you have the platform. And not only that, you have the message. God bless you.